0: hmm yeah all right ready in three two one hey internet welcome to double otaku this is an off-street of cousins night podcast where it's the three prayer warriors kevin kai and brent we love talking about video games and then our favorite hobby about them all right um with my guys again hey it's kai how you doing
1: hey what's up what up though it's brent
0: and we have a special guest today the fourth unofficial prayer warrior All. I'm here, I'm here. And he's Great also the team. unofficial cousin, so, you know. Mm. All right. Now, Davon has been playing games with us for a long time, so we had to bring the boy on for our gaming podcast. So the main thing is that COVID-19 is going on currently right now and during this time period. And for those who are not able to enjoy things, we want to put some type of content out there for you guys to listen to, somehow take your mind off it. If we can make a little bit of your day better, that, that's the main purpose of this. So stay safe, y'all. Wash your hands. And don't go outside if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And play more games. Yes, definitely play yes. more games. Absolutely. All right. So, guys, starting with that, what did you guys play with this week? And starting with the guests,
2: how about you, David? Uh I've been playing a lot of Apex. Um, I just started, like, checking my EA Access because I've been forgetting that I had it. <laughs> and I saw that, like, saw FIFA's like, on there now, and Madden's on there. So I've been playing a lot of FIFA, which I haven't really played a FIFA game in, like, a couple of years. So that's been cool. Um, but mainly Apex and, um, and FIFA, really. Oh, and Siege. We've been playing a lot of Siege for, like, the past couple of days.
0: Oh, yeah, we... Sorry for listeners. We just got back into that today, actually. Me we, we got Kai back. We dragged him along into it, and hey, I think you say we didn't miss a step.
2: Yeah, we were uh, we, we were getting some wins. Like Kai was leading in scores, <laughs> leading in assists. <laughs> yeah. I dipped my toe back into sea to see
0: how the water was, and uh, <laughs> it's still a little bit cold for me. But I had I had a little fun calling out commands, even though I was dying the most. <laughs> but you know, I, I had fun. It's not about being an armchair quarterback that it just works. <laughs> but our you Kyle Wilson, what did you play? Well, for one, I've been helping my cousin Ariel get through her Persona Five playthrough. I helped her out, got her um, Messiah the DLC. I recommended that to her from Persona Three. You know, um, he's not Jesus, but like he's closest thing to that in that game. He's so powerful. Um, and I've also stepped back into the world of Dragon Ball's universe 2. I tried that back in like 2017 and it really wasn't for me. Shout out to my original character, Wonton. And um, now I'm finale in. I went from like level 17 to like level 53 in like two days. I've just been grinding it out, trying to get as many missions as I possibly can done. Um, It's been fun. I'm enjoying it. I grew up loving Dragon Ball, and now that I'm an adult, I kind of like the dumbest shit ever. But um, the game is pretty fun. It's just, it's a mindless button master. You can just, you know, keep doing the same moves and missions over and over again and just probably have a good time with it. And um, other thing I've been playing is a Call of Duty Warzone. I've been doing my best to show to lead the Prayer Warriors to battle. I run up and then they're guns <laughs> drawn, mask off. Everybody dies. And um, that's what I've been playing mostly this week. All right, and Brent, what about you? Yeah. Speaking
1: of war zones, the Prayer Warriors got a got a win. Our first win. Yes. Together as a three. Um, since the last time we parted. So, uh, that was a special occasion, a special event. Mm-hmm. Um, Though
0: I lead the team with an iron <clears> fist, I'm trying to get better, and we've been working a lot better at the team.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as you guys know, um, I've been playing The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, so tell, us, tell us about it. Since yeah, since the last pod, that's why I'm still playing, Witcher 3, um playing heavy every time i get on you know there's other options for me to do but i say no let me go back to the witcher because it's the world is just so immersive there's so much to do just right now i'm thinking about you know what side quests or what i have to do next when i get back on this thing i just met this sexy ass um like sorceress who uh lead you on what to do through dreams and shit and just big-ass titties is great. But, no, that's not the biggest part of the game now, y'all. Don't get me wrong. But no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> right. All the all those stories just... Man, this thing's really blowing my mind. Um, it's like playing through uh, Game of Thrones, w- like watching it, because the voice acting is so good. The stories are so good. Um, it's like cinematic, the way it's like... I don't want to say filmed because it's not filmed, but you know what the hell I'm trying to say. You know, watching it, it's like... It's shot of, and done. Yeah, the way it's shot and done, right. It, you know, just a really beautiful, thoughtful, well-put-together game. Like I said, the world is immersive. So much to do. is huge. Like, I don't, I don't understand how to really develop games, but I don't understand how this thing's like only 40 gigabytes off the PlayStation because uh, it seems so huge. It really does. But, um, yeah, I've been playing that and enjoying the hell out of it. Um I also, I wish I had a round of applause button because I would press it. Because um, I finally, finally finished Red Dead <laughs> Redemption. That's
0: what I'm talking about. That's a good boy. Yeah, I took a
1: break from Witcher in a little for a little bit since the last time we parted. I, I made a concerted effort. I said, I am John Marsden. I need to finish this shit. I got there, and I'm not going to lie to you guys, y- y'all. Though I love Red Dead. I just was a little fatigued of just going to this mission, shoot them up, shoot them up, same type of aim, dodge and hide and shoot. I, got, I was getting a little fatigued of that kind of um, monotonous kind of setup for the missions. But the break was very refreshing coming back. I enjoyed it. I played pretty much played that all the way through, finished it, so that felt good to get that 112 gigabytes off the PlayStation, <laughs> all that space. And um so I finished that, which was a big deal. And there's one more thing. Oh yeah, don't be upset, fellas. But I'm back on 2K twenty NBA. Oh, uh, let's
0: see, which <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah, NBA. Either one is fine but, with me personally. But so we know. <laughs> <laughs> but um because yeah. you brought out the Witcher Brent, um, that makes me wonder, how excited are you for Cyberpunk? Because um it's the same studio that made The Witcher, so they're making Cyberpunk as well.
1: Yeah. Um, you guys know this is going to be sounding a little taboo because I know all the gamer gamers are pumped about cyberpunk but I don't know yet I don't know I I gotta see some gameplay I you know more than just a cinematic trailers and shit for me to get excited if it's like a I, it's a first person shooter right yeah yeah you know you guys know how I feel about those though you know I'm trying to get better on war zones every day and uh you know but it
0: might it might be more akin to Fallout as opposed to like Warzone though.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And of course, yeah, I love Fallout four. Um so if it's like that and I want to get Outer Worlds too, that's on my list, my short list of stuff I gotta get immediately. So yeah, if it's yep. along that line, and of course with the storytelling, and I know Code Red can provide um Mountain Dew Code Red. Red. Say it again.
0: Mountain Dew Code Red? No,
3: no, no, no. <laughs>
1: I, senior. Said, I said senior
0: Project Red. Yes, <laughs> thank you. My bad. Uh, <laughs> CD Project Right. If it's long sponsors, yeah, sponsor podcast.
1: Of the storyline, of the storytelling, I know they can do. Then I'm, I can get on board with Cyberpunk. But I don't know for me if it's a day one. But I, I might gotta see what's going on a little bit. Yeah, I think you should watch,
2: I should watch that. Watch. I don't. It's like a long demo that they put out. Oh yeah. Um yeah, they put it out, not like a playable demo, but like a like just a video. They, I think they put it out like early last year or something. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's straight up gameplay. They show you like different oh, ways shit. to like, that you're going to do like this objective or whatever. Um, They basically mm-hmm. go do like a whole mission, but like it, it looks like a movie. Like visually, it looks so clean and like everything. It's, it looks very like, complete like what they're doing it looks like they're not,
0: they're not, they're not kind of half now. that yeah.
2: yeah they're they're very much like taking their time and like it seems like if there's there's a lot of different options like there's not mm-hmm. like one way to do things there's truly like different ways to tackle all the objectives so it looks pretty good
0: which mm-hmm. is what i kind of feel like games like fallout 4 kind of severely lacked so i want to be able to like because the whole thing is that you're going to have a bunch of different builds so i want to build a character that can talk and speak and talk my way out of fights instead of just doing things so like i want yeah. to be able to convince someone to do this instead of doing and me doing it i prefer the passive player through as opposed to always the shooting people yeah that was like really important for me in fallout because like uh one thing i hated about fallout 4 was it was so forced on gunplay that you couldn't even roleplay that much because the story was so heavy on, you, know, you have to be a mom or dad, and then I couldn't just, you know, be charisma and just charismatic and just talk my way out of things, so hopefully mm. I can do all that in Cyberpunk, because if I can be, like, a shady, like, businessman who just you know, seals the deal just by talking to people that's all I want.
2: Yeah, I remember it's- in part of it, they, like, showed, um, like, you can go on Guns Blazing, and then, like, a certain perk allowed the character to, like, take a turret off the ground and use it as a weapon or something like that. And then they showed another way where like instead of going in, you can just straight up hack your way through the mission. And like they like hacked this um there was like a guy who was on like a workbench or something. And whatever he was um like was attached to the bench was like helping him hold the weight up or, or whatever. And so she hacked it and it like basically put all the weight onto the thing that he was holding instead of like, you know, the hundred pounds or whatever it was. And then it like crushed them. So you can like hack different objects and like you can, there's, even if you're doing like a non-passive playthrough, it seems like there's, or like a non-combat uh, playthrough, it seems like there's different ways to do like passive goals instead of just like, Oh, I'm going to sneak. Like you can hack, you can talk, you can do a bunch of different stuff.
0: God, that sounds really dope, All huh? right, guys,
1: I'm coming around now because this, this, <laughs> this is sounding good. Yeah.
0: And don't you <laughs> want to hang out with Keanu Reeves, Brent? Isn't that all that matters?
1: That's just my goal in life. Yes.
0: See, that's what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> but I do want to tie this takes back into Witcher. That's one thing that I do love about Witcher so much. Uh, on you weren't there, but Kevin and Kai and I, we were talking with our other cousins, part of the Cousin Night podcast, Kaylin and Ariel, about certain games and if, Decisions you make in the games really matter if they really change, mm-hmm. like uh, what happens next. And I can, I can um, tell you, like the fucking Witcher, man. Decisions you make really change shit, and really the story can change. I'm not gonna go too deep into examples and details, but like, there's one thing with a a werewolf, uh, an encounter I had where, um, you know, you get into this de- this conversation piece or whatever back and forth of a werewolf and a young lady or in a cave. And um, long story short, my decisions I made put me to fight against the werewolf. So I'm fighting against the werewolf or fighting. And it comes to a cut scene and I have to answer some more questions. Pretty much if I'm going to keep fighting the werewolf or if I'm going to stop fighting them. And uh, one time I decided to keep fighting. We keep fighting and he kills me terribly. He's just way too strong and he's going off on me. And then I realize, I die, and I do that scene again. I said, let me answer differently, because I felt differently about what I could answer. And then, long story short, I get to the, the cut scene, and um, we don't end up fighting the second time again at all. He just ends up killing the young lady, and I'm just kind of like, well, that's what happens in life. And I walk <laughs> off onto my the rest of my story, you know, and then that's it. So just stuff like that, man, just being able to talk your way out of fighting huge-ass hard bosses or getting into combat and all is really cool. So,
2: yeah. yeah, The Witcher, if Cyberpunk can deliver that, then that would be awesome. I was telling Kevin and Kai yesterday, I won't spoil it because it's like a later game stuff, but like, I met somebody in The Witcher and like, did something for him, but like, I guess I I did something um, during a quest that like, kind of, he felt slighted or whatever, so like, later on in the game, I didn't, I, I thought he was like, you know, a go away character. I'm not going to see him again or whatever. But later on in the game, I run into him and I'm like, Hey, like, I need your help with this. Um, and it was just like, you know, like any other quest in any game where there's like a checklist and it's like, go talk to this person and do this, go talk to this person and do this. So it was one of those where like, I talked to the other people and everybody was like, yeah, yeah, I'm on board. Like I'll, I got you. And I came to this guy, and he was like, nah, like, I don't, you're disrespectful, like, I don't like the way you treated me and my friends, like, the last time you were here. And I was like, damn, like, this (laughs) dude actually remembers, and it actually changed the quest. Like, he wasn't there for the rest of the game, because I pissed him off earlier. Wow.
0: yeah, that's what I love about Dragon Age. Like, um, You can just kill possible companions at the start, and you will never see them in your game ever again. <laughs> or, or even in the Assassin's Creed series, like I was just playing yesterday, and the quest I did, I didn't... Basically, it's like you have to kill someone for these two people, right? And then I messed up where like at one point, eventually, the people get kidnapped, and they're like, you have to choose. You want me to kill the man, or you want me to kill the woman? And he's like, no, I'm to kill you. They slit both their throats, and then mm-hmm. I had to fight them. It's like, and he's like fuck
1: like the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then that's so awesome to me. But then on the on the contrast, those damn telltale games, that's what we were talking to our cousins about. I don't think the decisions really change shit, in my opinion. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, you just finished Walking Dead. Tell us about that.
1: Oh, fuck, you're right. I played that too. Yeah, Ariel, Kalen, and I. We I finally bought uh, the Walking Dead, the final season, because I just had to know what happened to Clementine. And Kevin we had was- all this free time. So, uh, you know, of course, our listeners, y'all don't know, Kevin and Kai are vehemently against this game or against Telltales right now. So uh, we we played that alone, Ariel, Kayla and I, and um, we beat it. And it was, it was great, man. Oh, it was definitely the best. Oh, oh the first one's really good. But ooh, this is close. Man, this is really close to the first one. It really is. And I, I, I might venture to say it was a little better. It definitely had more action. The first Whoa. one did a whole lot of walking around and looking at stuff, inspecting. And of course there's a little bit of that, but this was still more action driven and tough decisions, of course, again. But um even though I feel like, you know, those decisions really all they would change is if it would be the same person doing something instead of a different person doing it if you made different decisions. But uh it was still really good and and um I'm not gonna say what happened at the end cause the well the game's old as fuck. Our listeners probably know if they care, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, let's right. not spoil it. Yeah, I won't say it if Kevin mm-hmm. Kai wanna know. But um
0: Oh kevin told me. No. All right. uh, <laughs> so Yeah, but
1: uh, yeah, I enjoyed the hell of it. It was fun. It was fun. All AJ right. man, that, that little boy was a handful, man. He he was so fun seeing him grow up, man. It was it was good.
0: I would let that man snow. Yeah, sure that's me. <laughs> yeah, I
1: kept thinking about you, God, but that the, the last game it wouldn't have worked without him. You needed AJ, man. And you, you could have done any other
0: story. It. Who cares about some dumb baby?
1: I guess they it? had to complete that circle of now, you know, Clementine is, um, you, lead, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they, they did it well, though. They did
0: all right. So, and lastly, is me. I've been playing a lot of. Dragon Ball's Universe with Kai. I'm trying to work on, like, I wanted to see if the platinum is honestly worth it, but god damn, I forgot how much I love that game. It's so fun. Just going around being able to make my own specific character. I can get, like, if you're a fan of the series and you like Dragon Ball, that's the main appeal to it. It's, you get, every area in the game is a different part of, like, oh, I remember this is in this episode, or this is specifically from this movie, this location we're fighting in which is really awesome to me. You get this hidden character, like from the original Dragon Ball series. Like, Kai, I didn't tell you. I just unlocked Chi-Chi's original outfit, which is oh, crazy. Oh, really? From um, OG Dragon Ball? Yeah, OG Dragon Ball Chi-Chi's outfit. And That's I actually awesome. has really good stats, so I might be using that without even without my QQ Bang. But making characters, training under all these different people, getting these ultimate different attacks and special versions and just the fact that the story isn't just like every other Dragon Ball game where you fight Goku, you fight Goku, Vegeta, you fight Radis, you do every single story. It's an original story with two new characters. It's honestly fun. I like the story. And lastly, I've been playing Assassin's Creed. I jumped back into it yesterday out of boredom and man, I really don't know why I stopped playing Assassin's Creed. Which one? Um, Odyssey. Yeah, I do. But for the listeners, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I personally loved Origins a lot. That's probably one of my favorite games of 2016. I was I loved it so much I completely forgot about playing. uh, What was that game? Horizon Zero Dawn. And Odyssey is really good. I think the character I like the alternating between having the option to pick Cassandra or Alexios, but. I feel like the character doesn't really matter that much. The story is interesting. I love the whole, but I'm spoiling it. I love the plot of the assassins and having my own ship and traveling the ocean, fighting pirates. And then it has a lot of mythical aspects as opposed to the original Assassin's games where you're just fighting just humans and killing, assassinating people. This one actually has like mythical creatures. Like I was, me and Kyle, Kyle was watching me. I was going through a cave and then there's a giant called one-eyed, what are they call it? Oh, yeah, one-eyed, one-eyed giant just pops right out the cave and I have to run from him because he's level 45 and I'm level 24. Yeah, I've got about 17 hours in the game total. It's super good. So worth it. I just love running through towns and assassinating everybody in sight and slipping through like no one <laughs> even noticed. <laughs> it's really fun because like you have to map out what you're going to do. Like, okay, I see the alarm is right here. If I take out this guy, call my call bird so he can scope out the whole map for me and then run down, take them out. It's a really a good game, and I would definitely recommend it to people who have not played it. Also, there's so much content in that game. It's ridiculous. But all right. Now, on to the news. The PS5 controller was revealed yesterday, and it also has a built-in mic in it as well. Have you guys seen it? How do you feel about it?
1: Ooh, it's a sexy motherfucker, in my opinion. Um, it came, you know, the one we saw online was the all-white one. And um I think it looked great. They made it a little girthier, a little wider, a little thicker. It, like it might be a little heavier in the hand, to hold, maybe. But um uh I like the way it looks. It looked like, you know, better grips. The triggers, they did a close-up of those. R1 and R2 look like they're wider, so there's more space to press them. You know, of course, it's supposed to be what they're called, haptic trigger- triggers or something, where, uh-huh. you know, it's supposed to be more... um Pressure, or not pressure, but uh, resistance. Like, so if you're, you know, pulling the arrow, aiming an arrow, pulling the bow back, you should be able to kind of feel like you're doing that. That should feel different from pulling a trigger is what they said. So, uh, yeah, I think it looks great. Um, It got me really excited to see the rest of the console and just ready to, you know, get my hands on it.
0: I like the controller design. Like so, a lot of people were trying to make fun of it and roast it because it looks more like an Xbox controller. I think the shape of the Xbox controller is really good. I've always hated the button placement, and that's my main issue with that controller. So having the D-pad and both analog sticks next to each other, I think that's perfect again. I do like the fact that we still have the touch bar. I'm not sure how many games are still going to incorporate it still. But I like how most games kind of use that as an, as a start a you know, start button or options instead of the actual options button. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we have less of a light bar. I'm assuming that little blue area around it is still going to be a light bar, but I'm glad it's not going to be draining half of our battery from now on. Yes.
1: And, gl- and I'm glad it's, like, facing you so you can see it rather than, like, facing out, you know?
0: <laughs> exactly. So we, yeah. Yeah. Like the only time I would ever notice it was, like, in like GTA when, like, I'm running from the cops and then it turns around and boom, like, oh, yeah, this is through here. One mm-hmm. well, thing I, I kind of noticed is interesting as well. They don't have that. Remember how Sony was recently selling that, that accessory piece to the controllers that hook onto the bottom of it? Yeah, that's not on the controller. I'm wondering if that's just like a testing thing or see how it would work. Kind of curious mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I didn't think that would actually like take um, you know, take on life. It, it seemed like a good idea though. Mm. Yeah, I, um, and
1: I, they're probably gonna keep selling it as an additional attachment because I was thinking about that, and you know, if, if the c- controllers come with that. That'll probably make every controller be a hundred dollars or more, they probably don't want to do that. You know, yeah. give you the option to get yeah, that. Yeah.
0: So, what do you think about it, Davon?
2: Yeah, that's good. Uh, it also, I think it's USB-C, so it'll be uh-huh. um, hopefully it charges quicker and hopefully it holds a charge better. But mm-hmm. um,
4: hey, you you've cut out there, Davon. I'm not sure. Um,
0: I think Dave Lonson might have messed up, but um, uh, the controller does the look good, though. Yeah, the one thing I didn't notice about the controller that might be interesting is, do you guys think the, con- the console will be black and white to match the controller? I uh, was I there was a black variation of the console on the controller, so I think that might be the predominant one.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: Um. Yeah, and I mean, people for all the people saying it looks like an Xbox controller, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, All I did, I think, is made it bigger. And I don't, you know, of course, in doing that, it might take more of the shape of an Xbox controller because the Xbox controller is a bigger controller. But when you add like a microphone in it and, you know, other stuff they added to it, then that's going to just, you know, make the controller larger just regularly. And um, I don't know. I still think there's a little variation between the two. The Xbox controller always looked dated to me. (laughs) you know old like from first generation (laughs) for to me like it's it's the same almost in my opinion and the playstation just brings like futuristic like it just looks so good you know what i'm saying look good like when you put them up next to each other the xbox controller just looks really basic and i'm so happy this damn playstation controller doesn't take batteries which i never thought playstation would do but uh, I just think that's so outdated, in my opinion. I don't like that. I know Xbox tried to defend it, but I think it's bullshit.
0: To be honest, though, I feel like I put the batteries in my controller once, and I've never took them out because I usually play con- wired on my when I play it on my Xbox controller. Uh huh. Okay. Hmm. I think I'm back. My bad. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, you good.
4: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what were you saying? <laughs> yeah. You're cutting right back out, buddy. Yeah. If that means it um if as it was before. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Well, You're still cutting out on us on that one.
0: But um on to the next topic for now then. If you want to bring up so we get the chance we'll, we'll go we'll have you t- jump right back in but uh saints Row 3 has re- recently been announced for a remaster so they're going to be redoing the third game with a whole new engine it looks a lot well it's going to be more of the same but i'm happy for it i honestly wish we had saints Row 2 again but 3 is the one that is the one that everyone loves so i completely understand yeah, like, I'm a diehard Saints Row 2 purist. Like, um, Saints Row 3 was a really fun game. It just took away when we made Saints Row Saints Row for me at the time. But um, looking back, that game was a lot of fun. Like, uh-huh. And there's so much stupid shit you can do in it. And, it's, and it looks beautiful graphically now. So I'm all the way in for buying this remaster. Mm. And Brent, what have you think about it after seeing the trailer?
4: Hold up. All
0: right. Well, um, yeah, um, I think there's a lot they can do with this Saints Row, and um, this one makes me wonder if this does well, would they be interested in porting Saints Row two again, or I mean Saints Row two as well, or they'll be interested in porting uh Saints Row the four, you know, remastering that to make you know a little more high res and add some stuff to it. Yeah, because uh, both games look good. I hopefully hopefully at least if you don't get a remaster of the game, we could at least get like them the port Saints Row 2 over the PS4. Where I feel like I love the Saints Row games, but it's well before the oh it got too wacky, which is fine. But overall, like this is the least story version, story mode of Saints Row that I care about. So that's the only disappointing thing about it. Well, this but this is the only one that's Hulkamania brother. Yeah, so that's gonna be one interesting thing about it overall. All right, so once well, while they're returning, we can talk about how we've been enjoying Call of Duty Warzone for right now. Oh yeah, I I moved those to the bottom so we can save that for all of us to be here. Uh, So, Uh, you last. Go ahead. You go. I'm sorry. I was gonna bring up how the Last of Us Two has now been indefinitely delayed because of the coronavirus. So all gamers were very excited for the Last of Us, like Kevin and Brent probably were, and David were. Unfortunately, this game is gonna be becoming a little bit longer. Yeah, They're talking about what them. Their decision to the, de- I'm sorry, to delay the game was based on logistics, where they weren't going to see good a good return on money wise for the game, which is fair. A lot of people are out there just saying, "Hey, just release the game digitally. We don't mind." I get that the players do not mind, but companies they make, they that's their livelihood, and if the game is to sell four it one or half what they could have on without physical. I don't see the point in putting that out. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Like, um, I'm but, back. All right, uh, it's just disappointing that The Last of Us, you know. Oh, yeah, we're talking about The Last of Us being, to, being delayed. Okay. Um, I was never a big fan of the game, but, like, you know, sadly, it's sad to hear that the game just isn't coming out until, like, what, next year, right? We don't know when it's coming and out. Definitely, yeah. So, once his vi- unless this virus gets, what's it called, fixed, it's not until until it comes out we might not get a release date yet. So, how have you guys been feeling about the whole people saying just push it onto PS Five? Have you when you guys heard about that? What does that make you think?
1: Uh, first... oh, go go, Kai, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. No
0: worry.
1: Oh, uh, I missed the first part. I was just wanted to say how bummed out I am about this. I'm sorry if you guys already went over this. Um, but yeah, I'm hurt. I was bummed out about that because. it's, that is the most anticipated release for me this year is really running neck and neck between that and final fantasy, you know, but b- between which one is the most anticipated for me, they're, they're neck and neck, but, um, yeah, but I totally understand. I'm not upset though. Like I'm, I'm going to be patient because uh, I understand developers work so hard on this game and all the money put into trying to make it the best you can. And then to have like an unprecedented event kind of happen like this in the world, like, I know all of us, we just download the shit off the PlayStation Plus. I mean, off the PlayStation Store, no big deal. But I know there's a lot of people who do still purchase the um, CDs, the physical copies, and PlayStation, I mean, you know, developers, folks don't want to lose out on that money. So I completely understand that. But um, on to uh, the next part, Kai's question. Uh, Kai, what was your question again?
0: <laughs> oh, Kevin brought up how... Um... <laughs> How do you feel about bringing this, if they were to put this game on on the PS? Oh, yeah. PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5.
1: I personally plan on getting PlayStation 5 pretty soon when it comes out, so it wouldn't make me any difference. But um I think, it, I feel like it'd be unfair to do that. Don't do that. Yeah, because, you know, all the PlayStation 4 folks have been waiting on this. Uh Yeah, if you want to make it have special features for the PlayStation 5, graphics, of course, updated and, you know, better shit, whatever, all the bells and whistles for PlayStation 5, that's fine. But still have it be playable on the PlayStation 4 as well. I don't have anything wrong with that. See, I don't see anything wrong with that, but this thing needs to be able to play on the 4. We need to cap the 4 out with this game, in my opinion.
0: You're also missing out on a lot of money. Like, There's like 90 million PlayStations. I don't know, not, I don't think it's 40 or 50 million PlayStations out in the wild. So you're going to lose a lot of money by not actually ta- like by tapping into that market. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And that's why they're going to wait.
1: That's why they're going to let it be on the fork, Kevin. You're right.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So hopefully we get it sometime soon. I'll be really disappointed if we don't actually get it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we believe the developers, we don't think they're lying. They're telling us that it's ready. You know, it's just because of this pandemic, they want to make sure they get all the money out of it that they can.
0: (laughs) You know, I just feel like it's not a dog. This game is going to go like, you know, triple platinum in like a week. So you do you really wait that long? Yeah, well, it's you want to make the most money while you can, because they probably invested a lot of money in this game. So it makes sense. Yeah, I think
1: it does. I am not mad. Yeah, I you want those physical copy sales because there's a lot of people who want, who still get the disc, so right. I'm not mad at them. Yeah. All
0: right. And let's see. Did you did you join us back, Dave? On. I think I'm back. All right. So mm-hmm. we're talking about The Last of Us Two being indefinitely delayed. How does that make you feel? And people are also speculating where they end up pushing it back to PS Five only. How'd you feel about
2: that? Um well I'm the delay I'm fine with. Uh they said since a I think Jason Schreier tweeted out that uh his sources said they're pretty much done. Um Ooh. so at that point if they delay it until even like let's say winter or even if it's like early next year that just gives them more time to you know work on bugs and everything so that's good and then um i don't think they i don't think they would uh make it only ps5 cuz they'd just be missing out on so much money cuz so many people don't um get the new consoles right away so hmm. by making it multi platform you know you got however millions of copies they'll sell on ps4 and then i'm sure it'll also have a pretty good attach rate for the ps5 so you're basically getting you know the profits from both consoles and i think that's sony's overall goal so
0: you know um the black okage brought this up um shout out to him another a streamer podcast that i look up to brought up how um people kind of don't even realize this but the last of us was originally a ps3 game and most people kind of associated with ps4 as of late so it was like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be done for them to double dip as well
2: right
4: yeah
0: yeah that's the whole purpose of it i think that's the main thing like you want to make the most money while you can while reaching the most fan bases. And personally, I'm someone who's probably going to wait a year or maybe even like half a year or a year and a half to see if I actually get a really good get for the, for the game to come out really good or the console to get worth my dollar. So I'll be really bummed if we don't get that. But all right, now we were then talking about the Saints Row 3 remaster. Did, were you either of y'all interested in that game?
2: Um... I enjoyed the parts that I played. I don't think I ever played all the way through, but I think I um maybe borrowed it from you guys or or mm-hmm. played like parts of it um, and I don't know. I'm just kind of in a a place where I don't wanna replay most like older single player games. Mm-hmm. so I don't know. I'm sure someone out there loves it, but mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna skip this one.
0: We were saying that we personally wish it would have been Saints Row Two. The like the thing is like Saints Row compared to GTA is Saints Row is GTA on crack, where it's all the dick, fart, poop jokes that you want, a lot right. of just zany things. Where the second game was a lot more toned down from that. It was supposed to be more of a super. You're it's a super like hyperly really dramatic game, but you're playing as gang members and you you have a gang and you're leading it, as opposed to you're trying to become president of the world and. It's a lot of dumb, kind of weird humor that came into Saints Row 3. Well, don't forget, Saints Row 2 was still incredibly goofy as well. Yeah. We'll do no bads and stuff like that. Mm. Good times.
1: Um, okay, so, yeah, when I saw this, Kai sent the um, trailer to us, texted to us the other day when it came out, and I said, okay, that looks good, another open world <laughs> type of uh, shooter type of game because I never played Saints Row, any of them. So uh, I said I'm down to try it. But as we talk more and I see more trailers and I think more about it, I don't know if I'm that interested no more, guys. Kevin's texted me. He said it's, you know, uh, Grand Theft Auto on crack. And, you know, the way I took that is like, wow, you know, Grand Theft Auto already seems like it's on crack. So that must mean it's cranked up, like, with the violence and the killing and the action. But that's not what you mean now, I see. You mean cranked up with... You said poop and fart jokes and do like bands. at one
0: point you're running through the city with like a gimp Like you're on a chariot with a guy in a gimp suit running or there's like zany stuff like the dubstep gun that's in the game. I probably can
1: skip that now. No, I don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like I, I started seeing the guys with those huge heads like Lego man heads
0: oh that's 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 the part of the story so that's just like they don't look like
3: that (laughs) okay (laughs) if i were to show
0: like the thing is with the game is like it's so cartoony and that's what originally turned me and kai off where we didn't even buy the fourth game we rented it like what's it called Redbox. where if you were to play saints Row 2 and then play saints Row 3 tonally they're two different games
2: Mm -hmm. like
0: they're come like are from the art style to the gameplay to everything, they're two different worlds. And that was my biggest issue with the game at the time. Or, like, I remember at the E3 reveal, people were freaking out because you could make your dick bigger. Like, you could make the balls on your character bigger or smaller. Oh, my word. Well, you can always do that in Teams World 2 as well. Fine too. Yeah, you could. If you um, do the sex appeal factor, you, you may have, like, either 100 to have a huge dick or backwards to have a vagina. I don't think I don't so, remember. that one. <laughs> no, that was... Well, I'll show you. I did this. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's like Tetris. is it's not a bad game though. I, I don't want I don't want you to look down like that. Also, if we get it, I'll let you check it out or like you see some streams of it. It's definitely a fun game, and it's, it's just if you want something goofy and something to mess around with, this would be it. Hmm.
2: Okay, it's, it's especially like with the way GTA Online is now, I feel like we would all have more fun goofing off like online together than like any of us playing Saints Row Three at this point exactly
4: that's
1: true yeah
0: and that's where I feel like they jumped the shark with that so when they hit 4 they had nothing else to do so they're like fuck it let's just make a superhero game which is kind of like the region wide saints row and then if y'all remember that game agents of mayhem last year both kind of went out with kind of died Mm. but Mm. right, on to the next topic so, Final Fantasy 7 reviews are pouring in, and currently it's sitting at 87 on Metacritic, which is really good. With the we were getting hundreds to the lowest review I'm seeing from Telegraph and EGM are sitting at 60s right now. It's written on awards and rankings. It has as the number four best game on PS4 for 2020 and mm. second most shared game of 2020 or PS4.
1: Yeah, I just want to add. Um, for those who care, IGN gave it an eight. GameSpot gave it a ten. So, two more, two more ratings in there.
0: So, how, does that make me guys more excited? How do you feel about going into Final Fantasy?
3: Okay, I've oh, I've, oh, I've
2: never been a. About to say I've never been a Final <sighs> Fantasy guy. So, whoa, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like. Back in, like, when I was younger, I, like, watched, uh, like, one of my uncles play it for a little bit, and I was just like, nah, it's not for me. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I get it. I've seen, like, especially, I, th- I feel like the newer, the last one, or the mm-hmm. last, like, new one that they released, it seemed um interesting, but it's just, like, I've, I've never been, you know, into this story or these characters or whatever, so I don't really know much about them, so... Mm-hmm. Would the new game make you more interested in trying it? Probably not. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It seems cool. It's just like stylistically, I feel like it's not my. Like, I'm definitely more of a Western RPG type of guy.
3: That's um, fair. Like,
2: Fallout and everything. So. Mm. Not yet, yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Say about you, Britt. Uh,
1: yeah, the ratings helped me because, you know, I can't lie. <laughs> the demo, I was a little unsure about some of the mechanics especially with the uh that boss fight was really hard and i even i told you guys so i struggled even fighting some of those there were there were these um enemies with really long claws i don't know like think um uh wolverine or something and they were really fast and could jump really fast moving and i struggled through that damn demo so um you Know hearing that uh is getting good re- reviews does make me excited
0: about hmm. it, yeah.
4: And
0: hey, what about you, Kai? Well, for me, I'm gonna hop in and give my scolding takes. Uh, I'm very excited for this game personally. Um, I'm a huge GRPG fan. Um, I was a little disappointed to see that they're taking more of an action game approach to it until I actually played it. The game was played smooth, like, I had no problems with the game at all, didn't die once. <laughs> no phoenix downs for me boy um, I, I think definitely this game is going to be legendary I just wish it was coming out at a little bit better of a time because like um, right now every, your money is a little tight and everyone wants, wants to save their money I don't want to drop money on a new 5 fantasy game right now mm. this might be a $40 pickup for me but you know, I know mean, i am very excited for this game and I'm happy that it's coming out after like what 10 years of waiting for it Yeah, this was supposed to be a PS3 exclusive and um, here we are now. Yeah, it's it's been a long time since. Honestly, almost as long as Final Fantasy XV, I want to say. But also, I think putting it in the new combat system is going to help people really get into it. Because I think a lot of people, if it was like a turn-based RPG, I don't think a lot of people would have played it or picked it up personally. Yeah, that's what yeah. I kind of realized. Like, turn-based RPGs aren't cool to a lot of people. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've had it. And they've had Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy 15 to kind of work on the kinks of the combat. So, I'm, and this the, game, the demo was good. So, I'm I'm pretty sure we're in good hands on that one. All right. So the next character. Oh, is... oh, oh, oh Kevin,
1: I'm so sorry to cut you off. Did you guys hear? Uh, how you feel about like? I didn't know this until I I listened to a review just yesterday. That it's it's not the whole like Final Fantasy seven game. Yeah, it's part one. Yeah. I that was going over my head. I don't think I was really getting that until I watched the demos. I mean, the reviews yesterday. So that kind of shook me because I was getting excited of riding on the, the airship and going from place to place. Well,
0: on the Prime one yet?
1: Yeah, now I see that's not going um, to be in this game.
0: Personally, I don't mind that because Final Fantasy 7 is a huge game. So, yeah. like, um, is it's just like the game is already 100 gigs for this half. Imagine mm-hmm. having all you know parts of it. 'cause don't forget it came out on seven days in the first place. So I know it's like you know, twenty twenty and all, but I can totally understand why the game's so big. I got as you. long as that you do every part, like from what we've been hearing from Square Enix has been saying, every mm-hmm. part's gonna feel like a standalone game, which feels good. So yeah. as long as it, it comes out like that, that's fine with me. I just yeah. hope it doesn't take till twenty twenty for um, twenty thirty for the um part two to come out.
1: Preach God, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be like probably midway through PS5 when that comes out. No, I want it to be like next spring. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Here's hoping, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh So the next character for Overwatch has recently been announced. And I think this is, everyone's assuming this is going to, well, potentially, might be the last hero of Overwatch 1 until Overwatch 2 comes out. Uh, Echo. She's been rumored since like the first. Honestly, when the first Anna originally came out, people were assuming it's her. She is the announcer of the game. She is a robot, like a a robot that is basically has like fly abilities. She has a her ultimate, honestly, is my it's going to be really interesting. She can take the form of any character for like 10 seconds or 10 to 30, between 10 to 30 seconds. So it's like if you're playing, let's say you're playing the, the tank character, like Reinhardt, you're going to have two guys with shields and hammers out on the map at the same time potentially with her. But it has to be only on the enemy team that they're playing with. That's very cool. Mm. That is cool. That's different. Yeah. So, did you see your guy? What did you think about her? Yeah. Um. I thought they should have went with the original name that the fans dubbed her as Athena, because you know would have been a little bit better. But I, I'm very excited about this character. Her gameplay style looks incredible. I watched a few streams of her while she was still in PTR, and um, honestly, I'm ready to jump right back into Overwatch again because of this. Because like I originally picked up that game again and. This is like probably the best time to get into Overwatch as someone who's wanting to get ready for Overwatch 2. and um, I'm definitely excited for her. Mm-hmm. It's going—I think it's going to be fun. I can't wait to try her. She, seem, she seems she's feels like kind of like a Genji attack character, so like really rush down and jump back when she can. So I'm I'm, I'm excited for her. I'm just hoping she's going to be kind of what I wanted for her to play. You know what I mean? Even the way she shoots kind of reminds me of Genji, personally. Exactly. So. All right, so now we're moving on to the next topic. So Kai, you want to talk about this Cookie Mama controversy? Oh uh, yeah, I'll make this a uh, short and sweet. So, if you guys have never heard of the game Cookie Mama, it's a quick little game which was on PS4, or Vita, DS, other games like certain systems like that. It's a short, simple game where you can just you know it's about cooking food on the line and sending it back down to your um you know uh food your restaurant's, um eaters. And um somehow a new ver- new game of the Cookie Mama series came out called um, Cooking Mama um, Cookstar. But unknown to the creators of the game, it came out. So it was not made by the original Japanese devs, but by uh, an American, I mean, not American, a European company. And um, somehow the game was just out on certain sto- um, stores. So there was like very like small numbers of physical copies of it. So it's now a rare, exclusive search game. But it turns out the game was actually just a Bitcoin miner, which was stealing people's information instead of it online. So... Um, the once the devs found out they had the game pulled, and you know, they're doing their best to make sure the game was you know taken off because it's just you know a lie, and you can't use their trademark without you know getting rights to it. Mm. So, it's just been kind of crazy how a, a game was able to just launch, get onto the market without anyone ever noticing.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I've never heard nothing like that happening.
0: It's yeah, that's, that's interesting. Cause i been looking into it. If you had bought the game, you can still have it. But it's scrubbed entirely from the store right now. Like you can't even search it. If you search it anywhere you not on the Nintendo Switch, you're not gonna see it at all. So it's like a, what were they actually doing then? Like you know what I mean? hmm Or like how did you think you could even if they weren't hacking, like how did you think you can get away with stealing an IP?
1: Right. <laughs> I mean not if this really matters, what was it a playable game, I wonder? <laughs> like, oh yeah, people say game. that
0: it's a full fledged game and people like it. Oh, wow. While I listen to people talk about it,
1: yeah, Cooking right. Mama Cookstar. That's a funny yeah. name,
0: <laughs> it's like one of those mobile games, it's like what's it called? Not like Overcooked, but like one of those, like no, I don't know, like Candy Crush, like that Candy Crush, like one of those, like games you would buy on your phone on the Switch, honestly. Okay, I got you. <laughs> All right. All right. And now, Kai, you also want to bring up the Persona 5 Royale dis- issues, correct? So, um, yeah, so the new edition of Persona 5 ro- um, came out, the Roy- Persona 5 Royale. Uh, I've been very excited for this game until I've been seeing the DLC that comes with this game. So for those who don't know, this is supposed to be the ultimate um, secondary edition of Persona 5. They've done this with Persona 3, which is Persona 3 FES, and Persona 4, which is, in my opinion, one of the greatest games of all time, Persona 4 Golden. So, but the thing about those two games there were no DLC to it once you got the game that's supposed to be the ultimate edition of the game they did the right thing by giving you all the DLC from Persona 5 the base game but then they added a whole new costume set music pack and um, other items for DLC for this game how are you charging DLC for a game that's already done that's supposed to be the ultimate edition I think this is just kind of like the scummy shit that I've seen in a long time how much time. was the price of the DLC as well Altogether, the ultimate edition will be $100 for all the other DLC for it. So you buy the base game and then another $100 for the DLC? No, 40 Another $40 for the, for the DLC. Yeah, so it's just kind of ridiculous. If this is the ultimate edition of a game, I should not buy any more DLC for it. That's like you buying um, the game of Year edition for a- The Witcher and then still having to buy another pack on top of it.
1: Right, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's f- No, I don't agree with that. Mm.
0: Like that's like, and I've not been seeing many fans of Persona called out besides a few on Twitter. And I just feel like we can't let companies get away with this, like, or at least just don't buy the DLC if you're going to buy the game. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's just it's kind of messed up, especially because like, like I said, the game is already three years old at this point, and the whole point was adding new content, and that was going to be it. It was supposed to be one new character. And they were to edit some of the stuff that was a little too controversial from the main uh, game. There's also a few new social links as well, like new teachers and stuff in the school, and it's own new story. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, a bit that, but like things like, but when you're supposed to get it, it was supposed to be that was the complete finished version. And just to kind of hear that is pretty scummy.
1: Yeah, it is. I agree. Mm hmm. But and, I. Well...
0: No, Kevin, go. No, you're fine.
1: I was just gonna say I saw somebody do an unboxing of the box set of it, and I must say it was pretty sweet. Even though I don't, I've never played Persona, and I don't know much about it. But uh, the box set was <laughs> great. The metal book was amazing. It came with little masks that you could actually wear. You know, little oh, uh, masquerade
0: mask. That's cool because we the cover kind of that we got was just came with the the school backpack, which is cool.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, it had a little book in there, and it was like full of colors. I watched him oh, yeah, die oh, online and unbox it. It was awesome,
0: huh? Uh, obviously I'm looking at it now comes with a shirt, another art book, and um the soundtracks. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But yeah, one thing about Persona, they know how to aesthetically how to make their game look good. Yeah. yeah it still yeah. is like the best looking menu system I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> All right, well, before we go, on the next, I wanted to throw one small thing out because it just happened recently. And it just popped back into my head because we're talking about that. So Dead or Alive, we, we talked last, last call, last podcast about Dead or Alive selling the hair colors for a dollar. You guys remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So if you, were, if you didn't hear, Dead or Alive the fighting game franchise that got into a lot of scrutiny because they were trying to sell you to dye your character's hair for one in-game dollar. So he had the buy and called like you know like goddess tokens or I forgot some type of ticket basically. And once you have it, you can change the character's from hair. Let's say Kasumi, who has orange hair, to black. It would cost one real life dollar to change it to that color, and then you no longer had access to that care- color anymore. So to put her hair back to orange again, you have to spend another dollar to just to bring that back. You didn't get it for all the hair color hair, hairstyles for that character, so. If she had a ponytail, long hair, and then a bob cut, you only got it for the long hair. You didn't you have to pay another dollar for the bob cut and pay another dollar for the call, the the ponytail undone for hair to straight down. Mm. So they tried to remedy that situation, but still kept their shitty practices in. And now they've officially announced that they're no longer making any content for the game for the rest of the for forever. Like the game yeah. is not officially done. Yo. <laughs> and, which is a shame because this game plays so fucking good but it's just ridiculous like they just can't figure out like how can we not sell you all these sexy costumes and everything else for, for like a half finished game when you're missing score features from like all the other games in the series it's just and a- to note within one year the game has almost $2,000 worth of DLC good. Mm-hmm. and for anyone who buys it you're a goddamn scabber. and that's the only thing we're saying. We can't let companies get away with that. So I'm it saddens me because I like them at the franchise, but you know what? Yeah, let that game if you're not gonna be fair and support people, fine. I'm not gonna play a shitty game because so I don't support it anyway. You, yeah. you went a whole year, didn't even make it to the, the pro tournaments, nothing. You let that game die because of your group.
2: It's so it's just so funny to me because to bring once again bring back Witcher, like when I, I got the like original version of the game and with it came i think like a few dlc like free um quest as well <laughs> as like free dlc armor free stuff for your horse like all of this free stuff and then they also had like paid content i think their season pass was like maybe like 25 30 or something. And I was like, "You know what? they're giving me all this free stuff. I'm just gonna buy the season pass because they're already giving me so much, like they deserve to like get a little bit more, plus you know, like I love the game. I've already put so much time into it, yeah, so it's like the the opposite of you know one company trying to charge you a dollar for everything, and another company saying, You know what? We're just gonna give you all this shit for free, and yeah. then once we make like the huge expansion packs." You have to pay for those, but even still, they're not even, you know, super expensive.
0: All right, think about this though. Game came out in um, March last year and as of today has five season passes. Insane. <laughs> yeah, so, that's like,
3: that's crazy. With the first season
0: pass yeah. being like eighty-four dollars. And you got Damn. So with the four characters that were announced in season pass, right? You had bought a written so two characters were DLC for the last game. So if you had to call Dead or Alive 5, a Memoji and call My Shiranui from King of Fighters were DLC for that game. They then resold you from them, sold characters again, and then pulled them from DOA 5. So if you did not buy them yet on DOA 5, you can no longer buy them again because they're now pulled from that game and put in the 6. Oh, don't forget, Neotango was a pre-order bonus, a character that was introduced last game as a new character. Yes. So it's like you don't. It's just so sad. Where yes, you're not Tekken, you're not Street Fighter, you're not the biggest fighting game anyway. Okay, we, we people will support you if they want, but you can't nickel and dime your fans and then expect to get away with it the, every single time.
1: Yeah. That's beyond. Mm-hmm. That's beyond ripoff. That. That's, that's really bad, like, to the extent I've ever heard of before.
2: <laughs> so I don't know. The fact, yeah. the fact that they were just like, all right, fuck it. We're not supporting this game anymore. It's just right. Like Pull the, the plug. Kid. They're like, you, you know, guys no, everyone's going
0: We're not, we're not yeah, doing You guys, guys want to spend $2,000 on us? Make your but, own damn DLC. <laughs> truly. It was a No. The funniest thing. They threatened to pull the game off of PC, Dead or Alive 5, to pull off PC, if people made mods for the game.
2: So, like, because no mod
0: no sexy outfits, no new mods. If we've seen any of that, we're never putting DOA 6 to Steam. Because I mean. they had the nickel and dime you. So, yeah. hey, I don't know this man. I feel sorry for this man. It's <laughs> over. Goodbye, Dead or Alive 6. I'll still play 5, though. You'll, you'll live on in porn. The, the porn of Dead or Alive? Amazing. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so then... <laughs> All right, so something I I do not want to see in porn is the new character for Super Smash Bros ultimate has been revealed for the second season pass what and that's been revealed to be
2: <laughs> wait a minute? <laughs> you don't want to see those long arms stretch over. Wait, we might we might been to revealed to be Spring up, Man. Oh, yeah. revealed to be
0: Springman. Oh, it's <laughs> revealed to be Springman? Yes, it's going to be someone sorry. It's going to be a character from Arms. More than likely Springman. Well, if we get Twin Tail, then I'm okay with of that character. Everything else, no. <laughs> and this caused a lot of ire from the Nintendo fans and people who play Smash Bros. alike. So my biggest criticism, I'm kind of with. Usually, I'm like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. Personally, I kind of am. Arms has been dead for like three years, and you're just trying to put him in Smash Brothers now. Well, Sakurai had confirmed all these picks for the season pass are all Nintendo picks, so he's had no choice in who gets put in at this point.
3: Mm. And
0: That's it's also fair. just that uh, no one gives a fuck about this game besides, like, the four people that still play ARMS. And I just truly do not want to hear anyone else say, well, ARMS was great, blah, blah, blah. It was the only other game I can't watch. That's why you like
2: well, I just it remember been- what I would say, like, in their defense, though, is that, like, for a lot of... Uh- at least I don't know about the, like, hardcore fan base, but for the, like, I love Smash. I don't play it every day. I don't go on, like, Reddit or anything for mm-hmm. it, but, like, I still play it um somewhat often. I really don't care about most of the characters in the game as long as they're fun to play as. So, like, as long as the character is... I mean, honestly, I haven't bought any of the DLC either because there's so many characters in the base game, I just don't feel like I need it. But, mm-hmm. like, like, if if like you guys bought him and I came over and we played or whatever I would try him out like if he was if he's fun it wouldn't matter to me
0: but to be honest he's probably going to be f- I don't like splatoon but I love the inklings right it's, um my issue is just that coming from smash 4 I was super into the competitive in smash Four, or on day for like an hour or two I love that game not so much for smash ultimate but um Smash 4's DLC Season Pass was incredible. You got Cloud, you got Bayonetta, you had um so many good characters like the Ryu. Yeah, that, Roy that Ryu. DLC yeah. roster was incredible. And then with Smash Ultimates, it was just very weak because like the only two characters I genuinely cared about are Joker and um what's it called on um, Terry. Well, I everyone else is just kind yeah. of like you know, like I guess that's cool because like Dragon Quest is huge in Japan, yeah. But, but like, I think that's really where the States issue where is because is, the money's at and um. Who gives a fuck about Banjo and Kazooie?
2: That game died in 2001. Like, who, who wants to use the fuck you know, a, a lot of people? Do that's know, so just a you think personally on that one, but
0: I think, like, really? I think well, I'm seeing <laughs> what, it as like just, just look at arms. Terry's a you popular know, fighting what, game character, do you think seems, deserves to be in <laughs> Smash. Is supposed to be like the Hall of Fame of video games, and I don't think arms needs to be
2: in there. I think it does. I'm just saying, like. Duck Hunt is a great character, and who would have saw it coming, you know?
0: Mm. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. It? yeah. It's I'm been sorry. cutting out a little bit, but.
0: Yeah, I could, I could tell. I was trying to join in for a second, but it wasn't working. <laughs> so I was going to say, yeah, I think kind of that that's a you thing, though, Kai. I think the whole season past was all of those characters were important to somebody. Terry is one of the biggest fighting games. He's like, to me, it's like Jin called Ryu, and then Terry, of all of like, the major fighting game characters, like of the three of the main male people. And like we, like you and me know personally, he had, a, he had his own run popping up in two different games the same year he popped up in Smash. Persona 5 is a, he's a huge franchise. They made a big deal. People love Joker. They put him in the game. Banjo-Kazooie is one of the most loved like, characters that I've like from the mascot era of platformers. So I think he deserved to be in the game. Dragon Quest is one of the biggest franchises in Japan. So all of them kind of like, yes, we may or not like them, but they have a huge audience and people love them. I can't say that about uh, ARMS. That's my thing. It sounds like a corporate decision to me. Yeah, so Nintendo fans are happy. I'm not. <laughs> I just remember talking with a friend at a convention like, yeah, man, ARMS can be super competitive. Like, I can see it at EVO. And that game didn't even make it two months after it came out. So I'm just kinda curious.
2: Like will That's we a make piece to arms. Do you think we might get an arms too if the he gets more received? Definitely... Arms two is definitely coming. That's why. I was about to received. say, my... hey, if we, we got a nag two, we're getting an <laughs> arms two. <laughs> but nag was different, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man. Alright, so on to the well Brit, did you have anything to say about that? Oh no, no, no. All right. Well, on to the next topic. Modern Warfare 2 <coughs> has been announced for the remaster will only be single-player. It's already you out, you about, uh, I'm sorry. It's already out now. But the, re, the, re, the remaster only has single-player, no multiplayer. Does that interest any of you? Personally, no. I am not going to buy that. I so personally...
2: Like, sorry, David. Oh, I was going to I feel like while wow, I... With the Call of Duty games, I mean, like, 4 was a a good story and everything, and I had fun at the time, but, like, I don't... That's just, like, not my style of shooter anymore. Like, out of all of the, like, shooter franchises, that's, like, Call of Duty just isn't really up there for me, like, the way it once was. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't, but I'm I'm not, like... Like, if I were a fan of Call of Duty, like, I, I understand because, like... They literally like just released Blackout. Like you're still within that 12 month period where you're trying to promote that, and they're also still trying to promote their um, what is it, Modern Warfare? Yeah,
0: the Modern Warfare the remake of the new game. I mean, right. Modern Warfare.
2: Yeah, the or no, not the um, the what was the last Call of Duty? Like, full Call of Duty to come out, uh, yeah, I Blackout. War. I meant to say Warzone. No, it's yeah. called
0: Modern Warfare. Yeah.
2: Right. Right. So they're also trying to promote that. So like you basically have two multiplayer games in the call of duty franchise that came out within like the past four months five months and then you're also you don't want to put out in like a remaster of an old game and draw people away from those as well as like you know you got to pay for server pay for you know maintenance and dedicate so much resources to, like, a multiplayer version of it. Mm. So I totally understand why they would only do single player. And I could see them maybe at some point, you know, like, adding some of the multiplayer maps and stuff to mm. the newer game. But, yeah, so, I, I think it makes sense for them to do it just single player.
0: Like, I would Hi. agree with you. It's just that, like, when they dropped Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare as an HD remastered was available to go with it. So it's just kind of, like, what's the disconnect Because that was even, you know, free on PS Plus for that by itself the Modern Warfare 1. So that's full story mode and full multiplayer. And the game still plays fun, but I was really hoping we can get Modern Warfare 2, which is my favorite call. Of yeah, game. that's my personal favorite. So I kind of feel like... So I will say, Modern Warfare 2 story is really great. Like, I still vividly remember the Favela mission. I remember the... Well, I'm sorry, the No Russian mission. Like, they had some really iconic moments in the game. But the multiplayer is goes hand-in-hand hand with that game. So I miss walking around my M16A3. I miss my Bear 50 caliber with the dermal scope. So not being able to play that is going to be kind of like, yeah, I, it makes total sense what you're saying, but I feel like you're kind of missing the point when you're like, not missing the point. I feel
2: like they're missing the point by not giving the multiplayer. Yeah, I think if it was if it weren't for like the timing, like I feel like the best thing to do with that would be like, in the next call of duty like if they would were to be able to like add some of the modes and some of the maps into that
0: hmm. because
2: it's just like call of duty such is on such a weird schedule so to have like basically even though that's an older game coming back out running three like new in quotations marks um multiplayer games would be kind of hard to like You know, as far as dividing player bases and, like, Mm. even, like, bug fixes and stuff like that. Like, which one, you know, do you fix first? Which game, you know, do you promote first? All that sort of stuff. So, it was kind of weird that they even dropped the single player kind of out of the blue like that. But, I mean, I guess, you know, when it's ready, it's ready. And so many people are home right now. So, they're probably like, all right, this is a good time for it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I, I recommend playing the story personally, like I still do, because it's again, it's one of the has one of the most controversial missions in in a shooting video game ever. But I just see it as I wanted to play the multiplayer just as much. But hey, I get it. What about you, Brent? Will that interest you at all?
1: I could probably benefit from playing it to uh, learn the mechanics better for when I'm on the multiplayer mm. war zones and everyone, everything with everyone. But no, just uh, single player, you know, first person shooters just don't do it for me, man. They're just not (laughs) it. One of them was free. I think Black Ops 3 was free uh, last year sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And I downloaded it and I played a few missions, a few campaigns. You know, yeah, I mean, a lot of shit was going on. The game was pretty, like, action packed and stuff. But. I just never went back to it. It ended up being I ended up deleting it off my PlayStation, and uh, I don't really have much. You know, I don't feel much need to go back to it. So uh, you know, yeah, I mean, just knowing that I could benefit from learning the guns and learning how to learning the the stuff better by playing that, and I can take that into War Zones. That would be the only way that I would want to play this. But other than other than that, no, it doesn't motivate me with no multiplayer.
0: I understand. Alright, so now we're going on to the next topic, which is the Virtual Basement. They've recently announced that they are now working on a wrestling game themselves as one that starts from both TNA Impact and Ring of Honor as playable characters. It doesn't look amazing, Yeah, um... but it's some competition, at the very least. I Yeah, I
2: always... Um, yeah,
0: personally, I'm just excited to see more recent games in the market. Uh,
2: I'm I'm not familiar I'm sorry, with ahead, the. David? Oh yeah, I was just I'm not familiar with the studio, but it always kind of reminds me of like, um, I want to say 2015. I like kickstarted, um, or like donated a to a Kickstarter for a lacrosse game, and when it came out, like it looked really good, and um, it was kind of fun to play, but just some of Wait, are we still here yeah yeah I, oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> I heard can you, can you hear me, yeah, 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 we're good, um, and it was kind of fun to play, it looked really like surprisingly pretty, but some of the like animations and stuff were just like, like kinda off, and it just took you out of it because after a while, like you're like, uh ah, this it's all right, and you you really wanna enjoy it, but I feel like if um you know for a, a small studio or I'm I'm guessing they're smaller just because I'm I'm not familiar with them. Yeah, they um, made like, Arc
0: Survival Evolved. If you remember that game,
2: okay, yeah, and and so like Ark is um it's really interesting too because there are points in the game where you're like this looks really good, and then there are other points where you're like I don't know, like some of the some of the models are a little janky, but the environments look really good and and the um. The animations are kind of basic, but um it's one of those things where I feel like we'll have to try it mm-hmm. and it it might be fun to play for a little bit, but um despite how like the some of the 2K games have like their bugs and they have their issues, I feel like the base of those games are still um they're still, like, solid. It's it's just, like, Madden. Like, I have my issues with Madden, um, Mm. especially with how, like, the RNG works and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, a lot of the simulation aspects, like, you're not going to get anything else that's as close to, like, watching actual football. And I feel like that's kind of how this game could be. But I'm excited to, like, Mm. see, you know, see it in action, see the videos of it and stuff like that when it comes out.
0: Well, so, I'm you. glad someone else said that besides me because when I brought that up about 2K20, two people in this call rose to be down boots. Water. Oh, because you picked, <laughs> you picked to die on the worst hill you possibly could have. All i was saying is yeah. the core gameplay of that game is still fun and we all played it, all three of us had fun. That's yeah. all I was ever you trying to say. Had fun. I did not Whoa. enjoy that buggy, broken, <laughs> shit mess. We could have just played 19 like anyone. Anyway. Damn. Personally. But like to say some of the people who are in the game, which is really dope, Enzo Amore, formerly of WWE, Ken Shamrock, Brian Hebner, Earl Hebner's brother, uh <laughs> Kylie <laughs> Kylie, <laughs> which is cool. Kylie Ray is going to be in the game. Eva Lease, JTG of Crime Time is going to be in the game. Bandito, uh, um yeah, Bandito um, Sue Young and what's like a Rich Swan. So they have actually good stars in the game, so I'm I'm one like more wrestling games is always going to be a good thing.
2: Too. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's always good for a competition,
0: and it's not generic random characters like five star.
2: but it was like Andy Organ,
0: Andy Organ was hilarious though.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a Hall of Famer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm making Andy Organ next wrestling game.
1: When I saw this on the topic list. um I thought it was that wrestling game, Kai, that you would all you were interested about.
0: Oh, Fire where, Pro?
1: Yeah, where they look like really cartoonish.
0: Oh, it's for like the Sprites. Oh, you think the Fire Notties. Pro. Yeah, Fire Pro.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, I don't give a fuck about that. It even if it's fun to play, it doesn't look good. It looks weird. But now Kai texted us what he was talking about, and I can see what you mean. Yeah, I'm excited about this. You know, Like, exactly, just ditto, echoing all of what you guys said. You know, more video game, um, more wrestling video games on the market is a good thing. Put a little fire up under 2K's ass to make them, um, you know.
0: Actually try this time.
1: Right. Period. Put out a better fucking game than what they did, you know, with 2K20, the wrestling. Like, um, you know, there were some fun aspects of that game, but just the, the bad outweighed the good. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing this. This sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look bad from the screenshots I'm seeing.
0: All right. So, yeah, that's. I think I'm kind of glad we all kind of feel about it that way. So, we also haven't even seen what Ukes is working on. Well, THK, whatever they come out with might still be good as well. Or mm-hmm. whatever AW's working with. So, I'm excited about that too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, one thing that actually isn't doing, that's doing okay, is the Resident Evil 3 remake. So,. It's gotten kind of a lot of ire. People are kind of going back in between the game right now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pull it up and see what it is, Metacritic's for currently. But yeah. the main issue that it's it's missing a lot of content, and a lot of people are upset about that.
2: I'm hearing people either you love it or you hate it. You know, that's what mm-hmm. I'm hearing a lot of. Yeah, because then they, I remember when um it was announced or whatever, or like before it was coming out, they were like, um, don't spoil anything because even though it's technically an old game, we added a lot of new, like, story stuff, so I guess it's like sort of old, but they wanted to like change it up. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so there's, I, I'm looking at the thing now, it's currently sitting at a 80 on Metacritic from called from Critic Reviews and a 6.4 on user reviews currently.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. That's not mm-hmm. a bad credit number, though. Yeah. Honestly, like I mean, I said earlier how like with single player like older games, I kind of don't want to replay them. If it was a game that I really liked when I was younger that was coming back out and they did change some of the story, I might actually be more like excited to go back because now like I don't know everything that's gonna happen. Like
0: mm, oh, so like gonna gonna be some 5, surprises. 7, 5, real, yeah yeah so but some of the things like I cut out were like so they cut out an entire dungeon they cut out a boss fight they removed the option where so Resident Evil had the mechanic of decisions mechanics so like it could be like a oh a a big hole opened up in the floor do I jump through it or do I find another route things Mm -hmm. like that were cut from the game and uh, certain guns and certain characters so a lot of people are kind of upset about that and it kind of makes you think like then what was the point of even coming putting that out of? and you get what I mean yeah, mm, this is yeah. Cashier, I Like to me,
1: maybe because two did so well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this came out really fast. After opinion, <laughs>
0: and then I haven't even heard anything about the freaking multiplayer game that they had, they announced as well.
1: Oh, you're right.
3: Yeah,
0: that's also an nice isometric horror game like Friday the Thirteenth. But I've never heard anyone even talk about it after coming out. So I can't even tell you.
1: Well, so our listeners know, like we the Pur warriors we have like good history with nemesis like y'all remember playing that right together as children yeah like uh, you know of course i'm the older one so i played it and i beat it beat it backwards and forwards i played this thing like three times you know going back again with infinity bullets and everything just making nemesis my bitch back on playstation one but um Yeah, then Kevin and Kai would come, even our other color, Kevin and Kai's sister, Caitlin, would come play with us. And, uh, yeah, so we know the story well. And just to hear the things that were cut out, man, you know, I was, I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, to hear that, like, this is, I don't understand how you make a remake on, like, you know, two, what, three systems later, (laughs) three, you know, uh, PlayStations later with all this new technology, and you're leaving out shit? Like, Insane. unless unless it's, like, totally you know, uh, universally known as a bad part of a game, which the things they left off weren't boss fights and, you know, like, features, like, deciding if you want to do one thing or do another. Like, that's, like, normal shit in games now, so to hear that they left that stuff out is, is was really mind-blowing to me. Um... Mm-hmm. Like, I need that, and then some, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get you. I just remember those good old days of me doing sick combos as a nemesis in Marvel Ultimate 3. So, yeah, those days are never come back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the, the, I have good, heard good stuff about it. I don't just want to harp on the things that are missing, even though it is a big deal. Um, and it's pretty uh, uh, like a laundry list of shit that is missing when it, when someone wrote it all out, looking at it but um pluses of course it looks great of course you know and they say nemesis is on that ass which is different from the last i mean the last one from from the first one so many go excuse me and um they had the little juke move in it where she can kind of make a roll which is cool and this is a little more action for it than the two remake that that came out so um I am probably going to wait till the price drops on this before I get it, but it is something that I still think I am going to end up eventually buying just for nostalgia of no other reason. Oh,
0: that's true. Too. Just for the mods. <laughs> also, all the strength of. <laughs>
1: for the mods, too. On the strength well, I'm sorry. All
0: strength of uh, Resident Evil 2. I still want to just try it out. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. how much we enjoyed that one. All right, I'll, we got three topics left. So. Next one is going to be Google Stadia, the company that you probably forgot about. So, they are are now offering uh, Stadia Premium Pro Edition for for three months for free? For a month for free, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's for two months. Yeah, so free for two months. So, for users, if you have even active Gmail accounts. And so, are you guys interested in that? So, like, the free games that you would have available for you are Rise of the Tomb Raider, Handrise um, Showdown, Destiny Two, and I think it's Metro called it Exodus, and a few other smaller games, but more like smaller more indie games.
1: Oh fuck, those are three games I don't have. So actually and I saw you could play it on 1080p, 60fps. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a little excited for three months. To play some Tomb- Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> are you though? You've you been.
0: Really? We played. You you played that one though. Oh, that's the one I played. That's yeah. not the last
1: one. Oh, no, yeah, that's Shadow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, hey, this no. is the
0: first one on there, right?
1: A- excitement just yeah. dropped by like eighty <laughs> percent.
0: I would say try it out, but it's honestly not worth it. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: like I've the library isn't there, and then like I'm at the point now where like if I'm home, like I I just want to. Like play PlayStation on the on the big screen, or like if I'm away from the PlayStation or I'm out somewhere, I'm just gonna play like games on my Switch because I don't play those games as much. So like I like if I'm if I'm out somewhere, I like to take the time to be like, all right, this is a good time to catch up on Celeste or to catch up on uh, (laughs) the Legend of Zelda because I still haven't beat that. So. I, I'm I'm just I guess I'm not the audience for it because I just don't have a use for Stadia. Hmm. Like I will say, it was nice to play like those like those big games
0: on my flat on like the TV downstairs when I had to lug my PlayStation or my computer down. It was nice to put like to put on Destiny two and run through the tutorial or fighting games just to pick up Samurai Showdown and just to play that for a few minutes. And it ran well. I can say a lot of people had issues at launch, but I didn't. I'm a Stadia owner, personally, but it's, it's, it's actually gathering dust right now, downstairs. <laughs> the controller's still there. Because I own all those games already, so I don't right. need to buy them and play them on there. Right. It's a great Dave, controller, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. I love the way the controller feels. I just think Stadia really missed their market. They, Google has too much money to not... Act, like The original idea people had, well, it's going to be like a Netflix for games. Google Ooh. has the money if they really wanted you to do that and they really missed it by not.
2: yeah i feel like everyone wants to get in on gaming and i feel like at this point the best ways to do it are either be a publisher and like help out developers by funding their games or create some sort of service that like like stadia would be a good service for like just cloud saves or progression where like Maybe it doesn't even need to be Stadia. Maybe you're just working with Microsoft, Sony and Nintendo on saying, Hey, we want to create a platform that allows um people who have like say a profile in a multiplayer game like Warzone mm-hmm. to be able to easily um have that same profile on Xbox and Playstation or whatever. Like if they could do something like that, I feel like that they- they'd be more useful, but Like service wise, it was honestly,
0: I still think that's really good on them. Like the stuff that they showed off that still aren't available yet. I think they're supposed to be available this summer, but the feature that they were showing for like if I was a streamer and I was playing this game on you live on YouTube or Twitch, you could literally just hop right into the game from YouTube to see what I'm playing and you can join that level on Mario Maker
2: or something like that, for example. Right. Yeah. Like that, that sort of stuff is cool, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like, I I don't need it to be its own thing. I I'd prefer it if it like just connected to the stuff I already had. So like <laughs> I'm on my Switch and I'm I don't, I don't know. It's I just feel like
0: it's I feel like go all in or don't.
2: Perfect. Yeah, and like I don't I don't need like there's already, you know, the the two big consoles and then Nintendo always kind of does their own thing. I feel like some people think we need another like, we need another big company in there. I think the competition's pretty solid right now. Yeah. And other other than, like, you know, better exclusives and, and stuff like that, I don't think we need another. Like, we don't need an Ouya, you know, coming back to, <laughs> yeah. to like Sony and Microsoft step it up. Like, they, they're already, <laughs> you know, enough competition for each other. So, yeah, that's where I am on it. Mm. And it's enough competition for my pockets, okay? I can't have exactly. Options
0: right <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, man. Google Stadia, keep on trying, but for right now, you're just a memory, I guess. You are getting shut in, if anything. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now we just wanted to talk briefly about uh, Call of Duty Warzone and how it's been for us. Personally, this is the topic where I kinda of wanna bring up like games that we were playing during quarantine and how that's been helping. I think Warzone dropped at a perfect time where we're all home. We have a lot of time to play. It's my favorite battle royale right now, personally, out of all of them.
1: Yeah, all the planets aligned for this drop, you know, like literally when then with the pandemic happening of course. Yeah, that's exactly what Kevin said. Everybody's home. Um listeners we might have broached broached this topic in the past two uh pods we had but um episodes i struggle very much so in first person shooting um multiplayer online games okay fortnite i struggle um apex legends i struggled um I have a hard, or I had a hard time seeing my targets. Okay, um,
3: <laughs>
1: just and then being timid when it was time to to pop off and run up on people because I couldn't see well, like the targets. I couldn't aim well. I felt like I'd be running along and then I'd just get sniped and I'm dead. So you know, so that was my history with that. I had a hard time. I played the whole, my whole. Time playing, um, um, Apex. Warzone. No, Apex. Oh. I went without one kill, y'all. I'm so ashamed <laughs> to say this, but <laughs> I, I, had I think you gotta get kills. back
2: on now. Now that you got some yeah, more experience,
1: and Davon, that may be what I need to do. I need to get back on, but um, here comes War Zones, and I like. They, I put glasses on. It's a whole new world. Aladdin is showing on the red on the magic carpet ride. <laughs> you know, a whole new world. And I've had games with three kills on War Zones. I know people are scoffing at that. Yeah, I've had nine and I've had seven and fifteen and shit. But that's a big deal to me. No, that is <laughs>
2: no. That when Kevin and Kai told me that, I was like, "What?" They were like, "Yeah, Brent like led the team in kills." I was like, "Damn!" Like. Maybe I need yeah. to get on there. <laughs> yes, you
1: You guys heard me say I went through my whole time of playing Apex, zero kills, and now I'm getting three kill games in Warzone. And I really feel like I am a contributing part of the team here. Of course, I'm not, you know, leading the team and squad and making big decisions and stuff, but I am there, you You're know. are still
0: fighting the good fight.
1: Fighting the good fight. And, you know, for the most part, when the guys need me, I'm right there uh still working on some kinks but i see well my aiming has drastically Im- <laughs> my aiming has drastically improved so th- as kevin said this is without a doubt my favorite you know um online multiplayer shooter right now and i'm having a blast <laughs> playing it
0: yeah i agree the game just plays so well i don't have many hiccups with it except like occasionally like when i restart the game like you, know, when you, when you when uh, other it updates, it requires you to restart it, and then um sometimes it'll just crash on me, and I just can't figure out like what's going on with the game. Mm. But um besides that, man, the game just plays good. The guns are all good. The customization is really nice for it, yeah. and um the idea of like making your own loadout, to, like to like call your own loadout drop in, and then play with the guns that you made custom for you. Oh, it just feels good. I love it. Yeah, especially now that me, Kevin, and Brandon went over our own builds and tried to us, the way we like it. This game's good. So, definitely going to be hearing more about that from us for the next few seasons. And, um, with all hearts and minds it's clear, anybody else got anything else to add?
2: Well, Dave, did do you have something to say about War Zones? Oh, say. Uh, no, I haven't really played it. I've been playing a lot of Apex, but, um, that's pretty much it. There's like a, they added a new. It's, it's kind of weird because the season is still like, it's like the middle of the season, but they just added like a bunch of content to Apex and it kind of feels like, the start of a new season, almost. Um, they added back the old map, uh, Kings Canyon, and also the like night version of Kings Canyon, which I haven't. Oh, damn. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I ever even played on it, but apparently it's awful because you like can't see. <laughs> 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 like, apparently, it's like too dark. My friend was playing last night; and he was like pissed off because he couldn't see anything. But um, it's kind of weird. They don't want to like split their player base, so by like giving them the option to like choose which map to play so the maps are on like weird rotations and we were playing the other night and like or uh maybe yesterday and it was like all right you can play world's edge which is the new map for the next hour so if you die within this hour you can keep loading back into this map and then after that it was an hour and a half of king's canyon the old map and then we started playing it. I was like, I'm not feeling it. Like the map's just not as um balanced. I I think like the loot's not as good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm a he stayed on, and I was like, I'm just gonna go play FIFA for a little bit. Like let me know when the hour and a half's up. <laughs> so then the hour and a half ended. I I got back on. It was I was like, all right. It says ten, nine, eight, whatever. And then it switched, and it was like King King's Canyon after dark for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. So then it was it went from an hour and a half to like two hours of king's canyon and you know we we still couldn't play the, the one map that i wanted to play um and it was kind of unfortunate because um i have the battle pass as well and on the battle pass there's like a bunch of challenges for going to like locations on the new map oh yeah so like now I'm like, all right, I can't do my challenges for the battle pass because I can't get onto the new map. Can't even and get then, on the new map, bro. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, Damn. they also added a new area onto the new map. It's a takeover for the character Bloodhound. So like, there's this, there's like a whole new section of the map, and there's like a mini game in that section. So now I'm like, when I get to the new map, I want to try that, but I can't try that because I want to do the challenges. And mm-hmm. I don't have enough time to do the challenges and play the other map. So it's like all this. I I feel like the the idea was good because I'm sure some people, you know, miss that old map, but it just they they kind of missed on it a little bit. I think
1: you you kind of can't have multiple maps right now, in my opinion. You gotta like add on to maps. I think yeah, you know, because like um. Because of the amount of, of course, there's a crazy amount of multiple, multiple of million people playing these online games right now. But I kind of feel like when you're going against two huge heavy hitters like Fortnite, of course, they have their core players who's never going to stop, keep on playing that. And then you have Call of Duty coming in, which is another huge game or name. I'm wondering if, uh, like, um, um I'm forgetting their name. Thanks, Dave. If Apex <laughs> is kind of... Becoming almost like the odd man out to be real, you know. So, mm-hmm. of course, when they were new, there are huge numbers people leaving Fortnite because I felt like Apex was better than Fortnite without a question. So, right. they have these huge numbers, and uh, having people at this point where there's Fortnite and now, um, War Zones to have people pick the maps you want to go on and then still maintain like a hundred people playing at one time, you know, it, it could become difficult especially at certain times of day, so I right. see why I see why they're doing that you know maps at certain times, but yeah, that's not the way to do it though because of course, if you let people pick, they'll always pick their favorite map. one map will always be used, and one map will probably hardly ever be used there's always
0: yeah, like no, one
2: map is better than the other mm mm-hmm.
0: is just kind of like why you've introduced the other map again then
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. i I kind of wish like like Brent said they added like if they would have added parts of the old map to the new map like because a lot of the challenges for the battle pass is like all right go to this location and the locations they tell you to go to are like places that people don't typically go to so like you're supposed to go Mm -hmm. there and like knock down three people but you go there 10 times and you only see a, you might see a person one... there twice.
1: Nobody's there. Yeah, right.
2: I got you. So uh-huh. like, if they if they would instead like take places from Kings Canyon and they like kind of merge them a little bit, um, I feel like that would even be a better way to do it. But other otherwise, yeah, it's it's kind of rough right now. Um, they did add duels per- permanently though, so that's good because I always play with one other person and we'll get a third guy and he always will go off do his own thing, and then die and immediately quit. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad they at least... Like, that's a definitely a good addition to the game, but I think they, they got some work to do on the map.
1: Yeah, I, I would like to see... I'm sure the numbers are out there. Maybe War Zones might still be too new, but I'd love to see the numbers of, you know, how many at a given time people are averaging being on Fortnite, you know, Apex, or War Zone because, um... Oh, speaking of fucking Warzone, we not even talk about this part, Kai. Um, the aspect of like the gulag and shit, oh, how we're yeah. saying it's, a, it's my favorite, you know, online multi shooter right now. Like, because those ideas, like, it's just amazing to me. Um, being able to die, have a one on one against a guy in the gulag, and then come back. And I feel like there's so many oh, opportunities.
0: so many multiple chances to come back in general. Thank you, Kai. Like that's exactly y'all brought me back every time. <laughs> that's exactly where I was going. Like Apex
1: kinda introduced that a little bit. You know, you can bring your guy back, but it's kind of difficult to do, like it, to an extent. But in fucking Warzone, man, you get what do you need? Forty five hundred dollars? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not hard to get. It so is can- the cream. Buy your guys back, and there's been multiple times where I've died, we have died together, and I'm buying people back, people buying me back, and there's one guy left. He's able to buy us both back, and the next thing I know, we're placing <laughs> third. Yeah, we're placing third in the round. So just you know, that's one thing I hated about Fortnite. I feel like I'd be running around, I get sniped, and it's over. But this, you always feel like, like, hey, in Warzone, I still have a chance to come back. Right. So, I love that about it, and that's why I would love to see the numbers of, like, averages of who is really playing what right now.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: hmm
0: Well, we, we should check, like, what's popular on Twitch right now. That's kind of, like, a good aspect to see, like, what the interest is at.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking into that. Maybe that's something I'll bring up on the next part.
0: <laughs> it's just that, like, man, it's just such a good game. I remember the first time me and Kevin won, we actually, um, so we were playing for random, so... I had died and Kevin had died too, so like he revives us both at the end of the, where there's only like three teams left out mm. of nowhere. So we pull up, kill one team, take both of their guns, and then we just win. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Apex is probably my second. It's one of the better battle royales. Oh no, we're talking about other other. Oh, Warzone. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. That's the first time Kaba Solence f-
0: Warzone with a random. Oh so yeah, you brought us back and we all won like that. Oh yeah, that minute that was that was awesome. So catch. yeah,
2: Warzone has the epic moments. <laughs> yeah, but it is cool to see because they really are like playing like I like we're all glad for Fortnite. You know, they really I think well PUBG I guess sort of first revolutionized that like genre or game oh, mode, yeah. and mm-hmm. then Fortnite, and then Apex with the ping system and revives. Like, yeah. And now, mm-hmm. it, it's just like out the next evolution of major, the game. yeah. Like all the major games just keep getting better, and like I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a, a Star Wars battle royale at some point, and like <laughs> yeah, just all sorts of stuff. Like yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the to see you know where these games are going <sighs> moving forward.
1: Yeah, me too. And that's a good point, David. Yeah, Warzone is kind of like taking bits and pieces of all of them, and it's almost like the fully realized like multi person, you know, shoot online shooter right now. Right. While keeping
0: so. it in the ground the Call of Duty, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be on there tonight. What, what are we looking at playing some Friday the thirteenth, maybe? Oh, yeah listeners. We're about to be gaming tonight. We're still on quarantine, so ain't shit else to do.
0: <laughs> if y'all ever want to play a game with us, hit us up. You know, we'll will um, make an Instagram for this or Twitter soon and we'll be taking y'all questions eventually we'll since y'all you know start giving us some questions.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, that'd be
0: cool. All right. So, and the last thing we want to talk about is the Apex update. Oh, we we kind of covered that as well. Oh, yeah, we covered that. Oh, well, then, anything else on your guys' minds? Anything else you got to say for the podcast? Y'all, you know, Animal Crossing is too cute. And I might have to pick it up. Just no. So. Yeah, I've I, I been
2: thinking about it. Everybody's been <laughs> texting me about it. I, I kind of feel left out, but. <laughs> So uh, now I know at this mind. point I'm behind. Like I don't oh, want everybody babying me, giving me shit for free. Like I'm I need to earn it. it. <laughs> so I'm just I well, think I'm I don't think I'm gonna get it, but I might get it.
0: <laughs> if y'all wanna baby me, feel free. And uh
2: Final <laughs> Fantasy I'll... remake, two days, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah
0: Yeah. Um, I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah, that's my final thought. Huh? All right. <laughs> well, then, guys, this has been another episode of Double Otaku. See you guys next time. Keep on gaming.